Hello and welcome to Process, a podcast by Effective Remote Work. My name is Justin DeRose, and today we're talking about the basic building blocks of productivity systems. It's often inferred that the basic building blocks of a productivity system are a calendar, task manager, and a reference system of some sort. That is a bit of a misnomer, as those are the tools that are used to handle the basics. So today we're going to chat through what those basic building blocks are so that you can apply them to any set of tools that you wish. And that's the beauty of productivity systems, is that you can easily make them your own. You don't have to follow a particular system like getting things done, but you can. You don't have to integrate the tools together or automate them, but if you want to, you can. It's really up to your preference. And so what we're going to do today We're not going to talk about the tools at all, but we can talk about some ways to manage these basic building blocks that are parts of productivity systems, but then to ultimately give you a frame of reference to where you can make better decisions about the types of tools that you're using for the things that you have to manage. So for example, if you have a lot of commitments, maybe you want to handle things more on your calendar, or if you have more intentions that you want to manage, maybe you need to focus more on a task manager. It's ultimately up to you on the emphasis that you need to put on your system based upon your life. So let's get into these different blocks. There are three of them today. We have commitments, intentions, and habits. We'll start off by looking at commitments. As you might be able to guess, commitments are the hard landscape items in your week, or as Stephen Covey tends to refer to these, these are the big rocks. These are the things that go onto your calendar first. These can be appointments, due or recurring tasks, or other high impact things that you need to get done on a given day or in a given week or time period. The key differentiator for a commitment is that if you don't follow through with completing it or showing up, something negative happens. So for example, if you choose not to show up for class, you're gonna be tardy, you're not going to get as good of grades. If you do that on a recurring basis, you can get in trouble. If you don't show up for a doctor appointment, you might have to reschedule it way out into the future because doctors tend to be pretty busy. If you don't get your weekly article out, then your audience might not be getting what they're expecting. Or if you don't show up for date night, well, that can have pretty bad consequences on your relationship. Now, there are lots of different ways to manage commitments. The most common tool that people use to manage these are obviously a calendar, because more often than not, a commitment is associated with a date and a time. But not all commitments are calendar items. Some of them are tasks that are due on a specific date. Some of them are things that you just need to be reminded of on a regular basis to keep the system going every single day, every single week, such as taking out the trash or making sure that you switch the furnace filter out, which is something I need to remember to do, by the way. (laughs) But commitments are really the big picture items in your schedule that if you don't follow through on them, something falls apart somewhere else, whether it's in the system, whether it's in your life, whether it's in a relationship whatever it is. The commitment is something that tends to be more urgent if you're looking at the Eisenhower tricks. Something to consider when you're managing commitments is to try to limit the amount of them that you actually have. Because when you have a large number of commitments, it squashes out the time that you have for other things that you need to handle in your life. So if your calendar is flat out full from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. with meetings that other people scheduled, Those are commitments that you have to show up for more often than not, but you might need to find a way to manage those so you can schedule in the other things or get the other things you need to 
get done, such as your intentions, which is the basic building block number two. Intentions are essentially the items that you've purposed to do in a given time period. They're not necessarily urgent like commitments are, but they are important because they tend to move the needle forward. An intention is essentially, at its core, a non-recurring action that you're desiring to take. And if it doesn't happen, nothing essentially blows up, but the aim that's targeted by the intention doesn't get moved forward any further. An example of an intention that I have this week is to advance the planning of episode 50 of this podcast. I'm hoping to have a special episode put out and and a giveaway ready to go, and I'll let you know as soon as that's all put together and posted on the community. But my intention this week is to advance that a little bit further. I've got a few tasks laid out that will help me do that. I just have to sit down and do them. So that's my intention with that. If it doesn't happen this week, nothing blows up. I've still got five weeks or so before that episode's gonna air. But at some point, I need to take care of that because it's something I want to move forward. There are a number of ways that you can manage intentions, and these aren't necessarily to do specifically with types of tools or things you can do in tools, but they're more strategic in nature. The first one is taking the approach of setting your most important tasks of the day. These aren't necessarily things that you have to do, but they are things that you have deemed important. If it's something that is due, obviously that's more of a commitment, but you can also set your intentions for the day by choosing your most important tasks. We discussed this on a previous episode of Process, which I will link in the show notes. Another approach is to eat the frog. This is the idea that you do the most daunting or the most difficult task first thing in the day. That's a way you can manage your intentions. If you've got a big project that you want to move forward that's not necessarily due and it's not considered a commitment, just do it first. You can also create a daily or weekly task list. This is generally what I do is I list out three to five intentions that I want to focus on for the week. And then at the end of the week, I will review, did I get them done? what stopped me from getting them done, and things like that. To go along with that, you can also deliberately choose the active projects during a given time span. One thing I do is I've got a Kanban view set up inside of Notion that shows my projects that are in progress, done on hold, and in the queue. I try to limit the amount of in-progress projects to about three. Sometimes those correlate with intentions, my broader intentions for the individual week. Other times they're just things that I need to keep on my radar to keep moving forward. But it is another way that you can manage the things that you would intend to keep the ball rolling on over the course of a given period of time. A consideration to make with intentions is having too many of them. You've got to be judicious in killing off intentions that aren't relevant in a given day or a given week so that you can focus on what ultimately matters. That's hard to do, but when you get in the deliberate habit of evaluating those things every single day, every single week, every single month of what's on your plate, what needs to be there, it's a lot easier to juggle the commitments and intentions that you have all together. And that moves us on to block number three, which is habits. Habits are recurring tasks, essentially, set to move the needle forward. So the difference between an intention is that an intention is something that's not necessarily recurring, that you're desiring to take, and a habit is something that is recurring, but it's something that you're intentionally investing yourself to and committing to to move the needle forward in areas of your life. Habits can be daily, weekly, or monthly, and they can be in any area of your life. We've discussed habits at length on this podcast in recent episodes, so we're not going to belabor the whole 
concept right now in this episode. I'll link to a few of the podcasts where we do discuss them in the show notes, but there are a few different ways that you can manage your habits, such as a paper habit tracker. You can use a bullet journal or having something on paper on your desk where you can just cross off every single day that you do something or on the appropriate timescale. You can use something like streaks on your iPhone, which prompts you every day to do a certain task or to not do a certain task. Or something else you can do is a recurring routine checklist like the startup and shutdown routines that I've talked about in the past as well. Habits are a key building block to be able to take small actions to move yourself forward on a day-to-day basis, but they can't cover every single facet of life. So that's why we have these three blocks, commitments, intentions, and habits. As I mentioned, you can take these blocks and apply them to any tool set to build an effective system for managing your life. You can have a calendar, you can have a task manager, you can have a reference system, you can use Notion, OmniFocus, Todoist, Google Calendar, Gmail, whatever it is, you can use it to develop a system around handling these different types of information to keep your life on track and moving forward in the direction that you want it to. It's a lot less complicated than we make it sometimes. Sometimes we make these huge productivity systems that handle all this information, but sometimes we forget the end result of it. And it's really just to keep our life moving forward in the direction that we want to go. Well, that's all for this time. You can find the discussion for this and other episodes via a link in the show notes or over at EffectiveRemoteWork.com. While you're over at the community, sign up for an account to stay up to date with all our newest content and great discussions. Subscribe to this podcast, and if you enjoyed it, give us a positive rating on your podcast player of choice. My name is Justin DeRose, and join me next time on Process.